Hi St. James, our reading today is taken from Romans chapter 13 and I'm reading from verse 8. Romans 13 verse 8. Owe nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another. If you love your neighbour, you will fulfil the requirements of God's law. For the commandments say, you must not commit adultery, you must not murder, you must not steal, you must not covet. These and other such commandments are summed up in this one commandment. Love your neighbour as yourself. Love does no wrong to others, so love fulfills the requirements of God's law. This is all the more urgent, for you know how late it is. Time is running out. Wake up, for our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is almost gone. The day of salvation will soon be here. So remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes and put on the shining armour of right living. Because we belong to the day, we must live decent lives for all to see. Don't participate in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness, or in sexual promiscuity and immoral living, or in quarrelling and jealousy. Instead, clothe yourselves with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. And don't let yourselves think about ways to indulge your evil desires. Today is a fairly drizzly and cloudy day. And if I go outside and take my jumper off, I will be cold, really cold. I'll get goose pumps uh, while your hair tries to stand up to provide you with a, a natural jumper to make yourself warmer. You might even start to shiver a bit because you'll get wet. And this is your body trying to warm itself up. If I put my jumper on again, I will gradually warm up and all these signs of my body feeling cold will go away. I think our heart is the same. We are made as pure whole beings. So therefore heart, body, mind, it's all interwoven. So I think our heart uh, reacts the same way. Romans thirteen fourteen, Paul tells us to clothe ourselves in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, wrapping him around us, being known and covered by his presence, by his spirit. What happens when we do this? Well, it's like putting on a jumper. Our body reacts and, and uh, changes the way it works because we are wrapped up in the spirit of God. Galatians 5, uh, Paul describes it like this. The Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. And then reminds us, against these things there is no law. So when we wear a jumper on a cold day, we don't shiver and we don't get ghost pimples because we don't need to because we're warm. When we wrap ourselves in the presence of God... We exhibit the fruit of his spirit because that is what we're wrapping ourselves up in.
And these fruits, they teach us who we are. They help us to live a good life because they feed our heart. When you are wrapped up in the love and joy of God, you feel loved. When you are wrapped up in the peace and patience of God, you have patience. And with patience comes kindness. And with kindness comes goodness. When you know that your God is faithful and gentle towards you, you don't look out for anywhere else to get your cues on how to live. When you are filled with, surrounded and wearing the cloak of God's presence, you have self-control because you know that God is in control. If you wrap yourself in the presence of God, you will have the fruit of God in your life. But if you feel cold because you have not wrapped yourself in the, in the presence of God, you'll exhibit the problems that come with feeling cold. Like my body will get goosebumps and start shivering. You will start to feel jealous. You will start to look around and say, I, why don't I have that? Why am I not like that? You start comparing. And the minute you feel yourself and hear yourself comparing, you know, I have not wrapped myself in the Spirit of God. I have let it go and I am feeling cold. I'm having to make myself feel better by looking around at other people. And that is when you take that presence of God and you wrap it around you. Because when you are no, when you are covered with this faithfulness of God, you know that it is enough. I don't have to compare myself to anybody else or compare two people to each other because I know that God is enough and I know that I am enough. Some people will read this scripture and say, but I'm not that bad. I mean, I can't remember the last time I went to a big party. Uh, I have not had an affair. Sexual immorality does not stalk me. And to this, Paul says, wake up. This is real. You are doing it on your own. Jesus is coming. You are comparing. The minute you say, I'm not that bad, you are comparing yourself to someone who's worse than you and finding yourself okay. And that is not the way we judge, and that's not the way God is judging. We're always better than somebody else if we look from our own point of view. That is not good enough for now. The night is going, the day is coming, Paul says. He's expecting Jesus around the next corner. It is not okay to be better than someone worse than you. It is only okay to be wrapped up in the spirit of God's presence. It's only okay to be wrapped up in the fruits of the spirit. And that's what marks you out as an individual, you out as a person. You're not getting your worth from your work. You're not getting your worth from your family. You're getting your worth from a God who is wrapped around you in faithfulness and gentleness and goodness and kindness. 
our Matthew reading is interesting. The Matthew reading is taken from Matthew 18. And it's interesting because we've got a little bit out of a whole section where we talk about who's the greatest, which is, again, it's about comparing who's better, who am I better than? Well, if I'm long as I'm better than somebody, that's all I need to be. Matthew 18 starts off with who's the greatest in the kingdom? And actually then Matthew follows this with the parable of the lost sheep. We've all wandered and we've all been found. So who's the greatest? Does it matter? We've all been found. And then how, in the, coming from that, do we correct someone if they have upset us? And Jesus says, you do it in love. You do it carefully. You do it gently. You do it with faithfulness. You do it with kindness and with peace. And if at the end of that they still won't accept that they have hurt you, then you have to live with that new reality. But be be sure of this, that whatever you do, whatever new way you find, God is okay with it. If two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it. And where two or three gather together as my followers, I'm there amongst them. So Jesus is not expecting our lives to be easy. When we bump up against different cultures and different norms, some of the things that people do in their norms, you find, ooh, is that okay for me? I don't think I like that. It doesn't feel right. That's okay. Together we will find a new way. And together with God we will find a good way. But we can't do it unless we're wrapped up in the presence of God. Because unless we're wrapped up in the presence of God, we are still trying to satisfy ourselves. So St. James, this week we have these two readings. And in these difficult times, they seem to be saying to us, How do you live in COVID? How do you compare yourself to others? How do you dress? How do you protect yourself? How do you protect others? What is okay in this new norm? God seems to be saying, wrap yourself in my presence like a massive cloak or your favorite jumper. And when you know that you are wrapped up in God, you know that where you're coming from and your judgments are good. But the minute you start to compare, you know that you are leading to jealousy and quarreling. And they are signs that you are not wrapped up in the presence of God. So as we negotiate this new time, It is more important than ever. Wake up. This is real, Paul says in verse 13. Jesus is coming. This is important. How do you wrap yourself up in the presence of God? I would suggest uh, that different people do it different ways. So a more Catholic understanding, they would probably take Eucharist or Communion. 
a more uh, low church or less sacramental way of doing it would be simply to sit or stand at home and say, Father, clothe me with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and then wait. Let, give God time to clothe you. Do this every morning and you will find a change because we believe in a God who is able to do the impossible, who is faithful through the storm, who is mightier than a virus, who is stronger than your deepest desires, who is more lovely than anything you've yet seen. And he will clothe you with all that he is. So may we see the world in a new way. May we wake up this week to see that Jesus is coming. Amen.